Welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business Podcast. My name is Marion Wagner, and this week's episode is a little, a little bit sassy. And that just means I want to point out three marketing tactics that are absolutely not working in today's marketplace. And the reason I want to highlight these three things specifically is because there are some people out there who are still preaching that these three things work. Like they're even selling programs where these tactics are being taught. And I know this because I'm, I see it, right? I'm in them. And my main focus here is always trying to highlight where you should spend your time and energy so that you get the biggest return so that you can make the biggest impact. So let's dive in, shall we? This will be fun. So the first one, number one, the marketing tactic that has gone the way of Millie Vanilli is curiosity marketing. Now, curiosity marketing when done the old way is gone right? Clarity is king. If people need to spend brain calories to try to figure out what you do and who you help, you've lost them in today's marketplace. So I went to a conference about, gosh, I want to say maybe seven years ago, and Shalene Johnson was talking and she talked about how curiosity marketing was everything and you needed to allude to what you were talking about, but not actually say it. So for example, it would be like you chewing on a granola bar and on Instagram stories, which I don't know why I gave this example because it's like a pet peeve when people chew and eat on their Instagram stories to me. Do you see that? It's kind of like, uh, like just wait five minutes. Um, but let's pretend you're chewing on a granola bar and telling your Instagram people like, oh my gosh, this granola bar is the bomb. And the whole point for people to see you and think like, good God, I need to know what granola bar she's talking about. I must DM her versus you actually saying here and hold it up and show the exact brand that you're eating. And the whole point was right to get people to DM you to ask so that you can engage in conversation. And that, that may have worked like five plus years ago, but it absolutely isn't going to cut it today. Right now, don't get me wrong. Creating curiosity is definitely a valuable marketing component inside your business. You want your audience to be, to be intrigued right? To be curious because they want to know more, whether it's behind the scenes material, the exact strategies you teach your clients, what it's like to work with you. So that type of curiosity is great. That's, you want that. But when you're sharing basic everyday content these days, it's not a smart idea to ask your audience to spend energy to try and figure out what the heck you're doing, what you're talking about, um, just to initiate DM conversations. That's, like people just don't want to waste their time and they don't have the time anymore to do that. They're savvy. So it's a much smarter plan to share exactly what you're doing, who you help, what you do, (laughs) what it looks like, and then provide a direct link to exactly what it is. So it's like saying, look, I did the research for you. Here it is. You're going to love it. And then your audience will be happy because they can hold on to their brain calories. Okay. So that's number one. Number two. Oh, I feel like number two is the biggest one for me right now. And that is false scarcity. So I'm specifically talking about the, in the online business space, the use of those countdown timers on an evergreen landing page. I I'm pretty sure you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I I'll never forget it. I was sitting at Cooper's soccer practice. It was an indoor soccer practice. He was three years old. So it was kind of like one of those little little kickers practice. And I had Wi-Fi. So I was sitting down doing some work 
um, online and I came across this sales page from this woman that I, I didn't know who she was, but I was intrigued. So I clicked on a few things and I thought, you know, this, this woman's pretty cool. Looks like she knows her stuff. But then I clicked on a landing page to, I think I was going to purchase some webinar and there was this countdown clock. And I immediately thought, what, what is this? And I was so confused because this was clearly an evergreen sales page, meaning this girl was not going to be going live in the next five minutes with me. She wasn't sitting on her computer waiting for someone to click the button and then she'll jump on. It was clearly a pre-recorded presentation. So this countdown clock just, it, it was a lie. That's what I thought at the time. I was like, this is a lie. It's not valid. And just to prove it to myself, I, I closed the window and then I opened it back up and you know, dun, 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 the countdown clock had restarted. So in that very moment, I completely lost trust with this person. Um, and I went elsewhere on the interwebs, right? Because to me, especially at the time, I thought, how can I trust someone with my business when I don't even trust them with their sales material? So all this said, scarcity absolutely has its place right? With one-on-one coaching, for example, you can only take on so many one-on-one clients. <laughs> That's just the bottom line. Or when you have an offer that has a hard close date, right? That deserves a countdown cl- a timer. That's a, that's a perfect time to use the countdown. But it's also kind of like, do you really want to attract people who need, a, who need to feel a FOMO to invest with you? Well, if you're doing a limited window launch, I think it's great to have the countdowns. It, it lets people know when they need to make a decision so they can jump off the fence if they, you know, if they're hiked up there. But I don't know. I, another way I see this is when you sign up for a masterclass and you're only given a few time slots to watch the masterclass. Have you seen that? It's it's complete poop, right? Because the masterclass, it's recorded. It's not time dependent. And to pretend that it is, I don't know, it kind of annoys me. Um, in a way you can tell this, this kind of bothers me. So let's stop doing that. Shall we? Can we all agree that we're all too savvy now? And that type of thing just isn't going to fly anymore. Right? So that's, that's my number two is don't create false scarcity when it's not true. And I know none of you listening do that, do this at all. Right? But we see it and it needs to go away. It needs to stop. All right. (laughs) I know there's bigger problems in the world right now, but this is this is fun stuff to talk about too. All right, number three is DMing people you don't even follow and sending vague questions like, how long have you been doing this? Right? Now I know, again, no one listening to this podcast has ever done this. And you would think that this practice of cold DMing people whom you don't even follow and they don't follow you would be gone. But I'm sure you get these messages daily as well. But I get these daily. Just yesterday, I think this is what fired me up. Yesterday, I received a DM on Instagram from someone who was a legit account, right? She wasn't, she she had great photos and she was building her business online and she looked like she had great content. So she wrote me and because she doesn't follow me, it ended up in my requests folder, which I don't really check that often. Anyway, she had this whole message where she said that she loved my post about blah, blah, blah. And then she asked, how long have you been in this space? Now, she doesn't even follow me. So it's clearly not a genuine question, right? You ask questions 
of people with whom you genuinely care to know their answer. So, and I thought when I read it, I'm like, this message was 99% sent from someone she hired to grow her account. And that's fine, right? I am all for outsourcing. That's great. But we have to take responsibility for how we outsource, meaning you must feel aligned and good about the people you've hired, how they're going to grow your account and your business. It should feel like you should know what they're sending people and who they're messaging. So this morning, I actually received a follow-up message from this person because I didn't, I didn't respond to that, to that message. So they sent me another one that was that it simply said, Hey there, did you see my last message? Question mark. And I kind of just laughed. I giggled because they don't, she still doesn't follow me. Right. And I have to admit that I was tempted to reply, but I, I just deleted it. Right. And I, I personally replied to everyone. I feel that if you have a smaller audience, there's no reason why you shouldn't be replying to every DM. So, all right. That's my number three. Um, and you might be wondering, okay, Marion, this is, this is great and all, but what is working? So there are two things that are working like gangbusters with myself and more importantly, my clients right now. And here they are. The first one, podcasts, right? Podcasts are amazing for building your authority. Ask yourself where your ideal client spends their time. Are they watching YouTube video tutorials? Are they listening to podcasts? Are they searching blog content? Like where are they searching for answers to their problems? And your ideal client is so unique. And so you only, you know, the answer to this, my specific dream client is, is you, right? A podcast listener. And for many of my clients, podcasts are a fantastic way to create content and connect with their ideal client market. So definitely something to think about. Number two is what I've decided to call boutique collaborative events. And these are smaller events such as collaborative email series trainings, a micro audio summit, an IG live interview series, right? You get the idea. These are events where you are the host and you follow a specific game plan to create cold lead generation. So eyeballs that have never gazed upon your business before. And these are so valuable, these type of events, because you are growing your audience with eyeballs that actually want to look at what you specifically offer. And you're doing this by leveraging audiences that have already been built by your collaboration partners. Amazing, right? Right. And this is the type of game plan development work that we'll be diving into together inside my income growth mastermind. So if you're on the fence about it, like you have goals to grow your audience, your income, your happiness inside your business this year, you will want to click the link in the show notes for this mastermind and book a call with me right away to learn more. Even if you don't end up joining the mastermind, this call will be so helpful for you. Okay. I hope this week's episode made you, made you go, hmm, (laughs) and at least laugh a little bit and that you take some fantastic action with it. Know that I am always over here cheering you on. You got this and I will see you next time.